Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's my good friend, Donald Kelly. And Donald, uh, I feel like it's the five-timer club at Saturday Night Live, right? Where there's just, it's a small and very exclusive group. Uh, I don't, you're one of only, maybe, I can't think of who else it is. I'll have to do some research on this. But but I do know <laughs> that I've had you on the show before. And because of what has just happened, I re- I urgently asked you to, Come on again. You are known as the sales evangelist and your new book is called Sell It Like a Mango. Donald Kelly, thank you. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. Well, thank you, Josh. I appreciate this, man. And uh, I'm super stoked to be able to be here and I'm excited to be able to share some tips and ideas about this and about the book. And I'm grateful to be a part of that club. I think it's probably the third time or second or third time. So uh, that, that means a lot to me. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, give us give us an overview. So first off, uh, anybody that's listening to this podcast and you're interested in sales, uh, search your podcast app right now, find the sales evangelist and hit subscribe. Trust me, just do it. And that we you'll come back and thank me. <laughs> Donald, before I get into the book, what tell me about your overall work. Like, what do you do? Like, how do you help people? Essentially, we help B2B companies improve their sales. Um, that comes around to the individual sales reps that we train from their brand new sellers to their uh, seasoned sellers who just need to maximize their performance, whether that's through one of our training programs or going through coaching um, or even our sales mastermind. And we provide a lot of content regarding our, with our podcast blogs and so forth and education that's going to help the teams. Our goal is to be the number one sales education organization in the world and mm. helping sellers to be able to improve their skills. Cause we we've been there where we didn't been in companies where we just didn't get the proper guidance. And then for those sales leaders, who's like, you know, throw their hands up in the air and say, you know what, I just don't know what to do. We come in as a consultant and help them set up a process that they can use. That's going to be repeatable to see sales success. Yeah. Well, I, I should say that uh, I have been through your program, Donald, you know, your stuff. Uh, <laughs> and so I'm excited to share your new book, sell it Thank like you. a mango. Uh, tell me why the world needs this book today. You know, the reason why, because no matter what you sell, no matter what product or service, there are going to be others who sell the same exact thing that you do. And just like there's so many other people selling sales books right now, there are many of them that have way more experience than I do. But what makes me different and what makes this book stand out is, is it my experience. Growing up as a kid in Jamaica, we saw people selling the same exact product, especially like mangoes in the streets. And I remember me trying to sell a mango because I saw other people did it. And my family was talking about, um, you know, we're, we're, we're like mangoes. So I was like, figure uh, people are they going to want it as well. But then I realized, even though the same product from the same place to the same type of people 
it requires the seller to be different. Uh, what made one of those sellers stand out from the other? When I first sold my first, tried to sell my first mango, I sold nothing. Um, so the mango, it wasn't a product. Um, it wasn't a, the company per se. It was me. Um, I didn't do something that others were doing. And I thought about this when it came to B2B selling and the experiences I had working with clients and also selling myself for small and large companies. And I realized it comes back down to what sep- what the individual does to separate themselves to stand out from the competition. So this book, the uh, Sell It Like a Mango, Whatever you sell, whether it's software, whether it's uh, houses, whether it's cars, whether it's like uh, manufacturing product, whatever it is, sell it like a mango, stand out from your competition, um, yeah. look for the unique things and so forth. And that's kind of the premise of the book. Okay. Well, I want to do that. So what are the first steps to standing <laughs> out today? Well, I, be- I believe one of the biggest things that many people do is that, you know, look at everyone else and then go to the opposite, especially when it comes towards your outreach. Most people, they're going to do the, you know, just the spammy phone calls or they're going to do like, a, you know, send a spammy email. You want to make sure your emails are going to be focused towards the prospect. And the biggest thing that many people miss is how can I take, take whatever I'm uh, reaching out to and focus on the need that the individual has, not the surface level problem, but like something that's going to be an emotional need. I just taught a class and I came into this before I came into this meeting. And one of the things we talked about was the emotional sales. So I don't necessarily need to know that you are a dad or that you, you know, graduated from, you know, you know, uh, Harvard University. I don't need to know that type of stuff. But what I need to know is understand from an per- emotional level that you're a sales leader and you're frustrated with your team um, not being able to hit their numbers and you really want to grow the organization and you've been a stagnated for over and over and over again. My ideal customer profile, I can speak towards that because I know the emotional pain. That's going to grab your attention. And if I, we could spend time and go a little bit more and talking about the hook and all of that fun stuff. But you grab the person's attention and then you go to the personalization from your human side when you use LinkedIn or whether that's sending things in a mail or video. I know you're a big fan of video, Josh, but those yes, elements I am. <laughs> <laughs> but those elements then help you to do one, focus on the problem, the pain of the character or the role, and then your personalization from the human standpoint. And that makes you stand out because most people are not going to take the time to do that work that's going to be necessary to, to, to get to that level if I'm making sense with that. Yeah. Um, so what do you say to someone that says, well, Donald, I don't know, should I put on a funny suit or a funny hat? Like, <laughs> like, how do I, you know, then if no. someone's like, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just me. Uh, yeah. You know, how do I, where do I, where do I go with that? I think the barrier is so low, Josh, these days, because there are many people who are just not willing to do it. So you don't need to wear a yellow suit or to um, put on a funky hat just yet. But if that's your thing, then so be it. You can probably do that in a video message. Like say, for instance, LinkedIn. My philosophy is do the opposite of what everyone else is doing. So everyone's Mm -hmm. going on LinkedIn, going to send a general LinkedIn text request, which is awesome. And some people won't even send a text invitation in their request. But what if I sent that and then I follow up with a video or I send it with a voicemail and just put a face with a name like and start to get information from you. I was on a webinar recently with Sales Hacker. And one of the things we talked about was just that. One of the, the sales leaders was talking how our team one of the sellers on our team uses location in our conversation. So connecting with you, she doesn't want to ask for the connection to you, Josh. She must. She just says, I love Milwaukee. I am super fascinated with the brew, you know, with, you know, with craft beer. Is it really a, um, is really, do you really find breweries all over? I mean, is it, I, I'm just making this up, but the point yeah. is it's based on a location, but then now that person is going to be way more likely to respond because it's, it's a human to human conversation now 
And that's going to stimulate the discussion. The discussion is what we want. The conversation is what we want because that leads to appointment. So that's one way you can stand out from everybody else. So again, you don't necessarily have to get a banana suit, but you need to make sure that when you are reaching out to a prospect, am I going to respond to you know Joe Schmo or I'm going to respond to Josh? This guy just sent me this personal thing and then a voice message after I accepted it. I'm going to listen to this and start a discussion, a conversation with you. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, you know, I, I agree. I, and it's amazing when you say it's a low bar, it, it really is a low bar and mm -hmm. it's, you know, even something as simple. Like I, I was, <laughs> I, I met somebody that I had had uh, as a guest on the podcast and we had some calls or whatever. He goes, you know, you sent me that bomb bomb. And did you <laughs> actually, this is crazy, Donald. He said, did you actually write my name on the whiteboard? I'm like, <laughs> I actually did. <laughs> he goes like, you know, it's just like, is it computer generated? I'm like, no, I literally, I took a, a, you know, a dry erase marker. And I know this is, and it, it took me all of like, you know, two seconds to erase the last name and write your name in there. Uh, but it's just, that's, it that's you know and it's it's um most marketers and most people in sales are just awful it's just a you know i was just um just got like this same i mean it's almost like a copy and paste and it's like someone reaching out they want to do commission appointment sales or something like that and i am getting this exact same blankety blanket yeah. insert like 10 of your favorite expletives right there and it's just like it's just so disappointing yeah. um, when that's really what you want your legacy to be. That's, you know, just to make a quick buck, you're going to, you're just going to run up and annoy people like that. You know, I was at this event and uh, Donald, the equivalent of this, uh, I actually experienced in real life. Oh, I, I, I don't know what was going on with this guy <laughs> in up in his upstairs, but he literally, like I was talking with some other guys who we were hanging out uh, afterwards at the mixer and uh, you know just had drinks or whatever. And this guy goes, comes up to us and no joke, literally had a stack of his business cards and he threw his business cards at us and then walked off. No, and he I'm did not. Like, that is the equivalent of what I experienced. That is the real life equivalent <laughs> of what you spammy salesy marketers are doing it's it's literally that and so donald please you got to yeah. save the help save the world here because it's it's frustrating for the end user but it's so frustrating for the sales professional who is following what some guru or some person on social told him to do and he could make a million dollars or whatever yeah and it's just it's so frustrating for everybody yeah and i think one of the th the pieces that come back to this josh is just like Again, it's, it's going back to that human standpoint. Like, what is it that's going to, what is it that matter? What is something that's that's important to your prospect? Like, everyone has something that's important to them. And I, I feel that we don't necessarily make that connection oftentimes. So let's go back to this guy with the business card, whatever his services was. Let's say he's a, I don't know, like, let's say he's an accountant, um, for goodness sake. Like, giving us a card to say, just like, you know, reach out to me or I'm going to do the you know, the spray and pray mentality and hope that I send out 5,000 that one or two is going to come back. But what if you just, you know, got past it and you just made an emotional appeal to that person? Yeah. Like, you know, hey, you know, I know you probably just got through your tax season and I, you know, it's kind of nuts. 
and I'm sure you, you probably don't want to go through that again. Um, we've helped clients to never have to worry about the headaches when it comes to words doing their accounting. If you're open to that, would I, would you be, if you, if you, if I could assure you what we did for one of our other clients, would you be open to getting a case study or, you know, taking a five to th three to five minute call? Like now you're, you're building some intrigue in there. You're tying back into motion. Like, bro, I remember that process. Yes. Um, if you could solve that for me, I'll be your friend. Like, you know, yeah. but yeah, but I, again, I, I, this is a quick example, but again, the emotion. So when it comes to words, sell it like a mango, those are some things that we can do. The engaging on the platform, posting content on LinkedIn, yeah. um, just being in front of your ideal customer. There is a theory that we have and a process that we love, which call it the blind side challenge. And I talk about it in the book, but a blind side challenge is like, think about it from a quarterback standpoint. Or if you, you know, talk about professional football here for, for those outside the U.S. listening to this, but, you know, a quarterback is throwing a football down the field. But if the quarterback is fo focused on the right side of the field and throwing something, the ball that way, he or she can't see anybody coming from behind them on the left. You can't see that. That's your blind side. Right. So you're hoping somebody could pr protect you. When I see salespeople who reach out to me and they tell me like the captain obvious quite thing like, you know, Donald, we can help you make more money. It's like me <laughs> seeing a guard coming at me. And I'm like, bro, or uh, somebody trying to uh, tackle, if I'm a quarterback, somebody trying to tackle me, I can divert and get out of the way. I can see that. That's obvious. I can take care of that. What I need you to do is tell me about something that I don't know about, something that can kill me, something that can hurt me, a blindside challenge. So let's go back to the same example with accounting software. We can help you to save more money with accounting services. All right. Now I'm not interested. Don, I'm not sure if you know, but one of the biggest issues that podcasters have is managing their money. Most of them spend anywhere from three to 17 hours trying to um, you know, manually do their, their uh, finances every single month. And a lot of them actually get, go bankrupt because they don't necessarily do the proper finances when it comes to words of taxes. If I could show you a way that you don't have to worry about falling to that issue, would you be willing to hear or see how we help other podcasters like yourself? Yeah. Great. Of course, I'm willing to hear that. That's something I don't necessarily know. Some stats or information or insights. It's a blindside challenge. Um, that I'm not necessarily ready, readily available to me. That's the equivalent of stopping that person and then me turning around like, holy moly, you just saved me from getting paralyzed. Thank you. You protected yeah. my blind side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so we've been talking about sales from the perspective of kind of initialize or initiating a new conversation. So kind sure. of more on the lead gen side of things here. Um, but obviously, you know, sales is that whole relationship. And so where does you know, uh, you know, selling like a mango uh, fall into the conversation and or follow up. Yeah, and all of it. It starts from the when I did the book, I broke it down from the very, very get go. So standing out from the competitors and then also when it comes towards the conversation, like making sure that you can still be still you still have meaningful discussion. Most salespeople focus on the close. I mean, it's just the way that it's been taught. So, yeah. you know, as soon as I connect with you, Josh, let me try to do the Ben Franklin close. Let me try to do the nice warm it up close and, you know, the assumption close. It's all of these things. But we have a philosophy and we talk about this in the book and I'll give you a, give a quick story about it. But it's all about how can I help? help this person yeah. to be able to identify the problem and to recognize the problem. The discovery phase is often glossed over. If you want to stand out from your competitors, master discovery, master your question asking, master mm. your listening skills. If you can do that, the closing becomes easy because it's kind of like, I, I give this example to people all the time. Think about when you cook chicken. I've done it before uh, where I figured if I put the chicken on the grill and I put the, you know, make it as, make it, turn up the heat as fast as possible. It's going to cook faster, right? 
But what we know, we all know this. If you put on a barbecue every so often, I love your new backyard too, Josh. I saw that. that photo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and trust me when I said this weekend was, as we were all, recording this past weekend, all, all about barbecuing. <laughs> I can't wait. I wish I could have came over there. Um, but what happens though, if you cook the chicken on, on high with high heat, you're going to char the outside and the inside won't be cooked. Yeah. And same yeah. idea when you come to, it may look like it's done, but you're going to eat raw meat and get salmonella. It's the same concept when it comes towards your sales efforts. If you just go ahead and just char as much as possible, I'm just going to go quick and over the, the product. And then I'm just going to go towards the demo because I mean, towards the close, because that's where the money is at. You're going to have raw meat because a person's going to say, you know, what, let me think about this, Josh. I, I don't have time right now, Donald. Um, you know, send me some more information. Thoughtful discovery is going to make sure that that doesn't happen to you. And then yeah. go further down the process. We have something that people call assuming the sale. We call assure the sale. And assuming the sale concept, I mean, it's not bad in per se, but I feel that we can go a little further with it. Assuming the sale is like I'm talking to you and then we're having a good conversation. So I'm just going to naturally just go into and assume that it's ready to buy. I don't like to assume because we all yeah. know what that does yeah. it makes about you and me. But when you assure the sale, you have the conversation, go back to again, the, from the very, very get-go, we're all about conversation, all about this uh, discussion. When we do that in our discovery call, when we do that at the, you know, the negotiation phase, when we are able to outline to you, here's the problem, here's the solution, here's the ramification. And if you don't make a change, you know, what's going to happen? If I can outline and share that with you and we can create a mutual, a, a mutual uh, excuse me, a mutual action plan with that prospect, it's going to help the prospect to then solidify it and assure that this is what needs to happen and to move forward. Rather than just saying, going back to my manager and say, yeah, I get the, did a great demo with Josh. I feel that he's going to go. No, I want to get the assurance. Here's right. the next step. Here's what we need to do. Here's what we need to do internally in our organization. But everybody understands that plan together, assure the sale, and you have a higher chance of increasing your close rate. Yeah, you know, and sometimes I wonder, oh, I know I've done this in the past, right? Where like you think it sounds like they're they like they say that they're interested but something's like no 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 like i uh, like you like your spidey senses are up like i, I you know i like the uh, employing a little bit of radical honesty or just like mm -hmm. hey and and listen if ultimately we decide that this is just not a good fit it, look no worries but if you could think of any reason why we wouldn't do this like what would you know, what do you think would stop us at this point? Like, is it oh, money yes. or whatever? Like, you know, just like, like I am okay either way. Like yeah. I, you know, if it makes, if this makes sense for you and I, man, let's do this. Cause I would love to be of service to you. But if for whatever reason, you know, just, but what do you think that, you know, is, is there something like, if you think that there's still like, eh, I'm not sure that like, just ask, just ask, yes. because if there's an un, like it could be about money. That's a very, very common one. Yeah. I'm just concerned about budget. Oh, that, you know, I, I just want to know, like, I, you know, I, what I don't want them to do is lie to me and then me, I know they're lying to me. And then I just pretend like they're not lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> And then three months later, you're like, nothing is happening. The deal was no, supposed to close. No, 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 no. It's, it's, yeah, let, let, you know, I like, I'm okay. I'm okay yeah. if this is, we don't, you know, whatever. So, but, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to answer that. No, this you know, is for great. You, I love it, man. I, Listen, I went to the Donald Kelly School of Sales. So, I mean, yeah, I know a few things here. <laughs> yeah, man. I, no, I, I agree with you 100%, though. It, it, it comes, again, I feel 
And I'll give this quick story before we wrap up there. When we went to Jamaica, we went in 2017 to go back and visit. We went to a tourist spot right before you left. It was a souvenir um, area, all kinds of stuff. Oh, Everyone's yeah. selling like the same thing. Oh, yeah. Everyone, when we walked down this uh, this uh, this uh, hallway, it was in like a almost like a flea market type place. Um, everybody was standing outside their stalls and they were like, you know, calling you in and saying, check this out and, you know, come here, check this out. But this is one lady that stood off. She stood out. She was selling like a mango. She stood off and she, she's been there for a while. You can tell old timer. So she knows that she wasn't out there just trying to, you know, annoy you, but she, that, that difference grabbed our attention. So we naturally started gravitating towards her. And then when we got there, she didn't just start pulling us to check out trinkets. She didn't say, come in, take a look, walk around, take a peek. And she invited us in and we just looked around and so forth. And we, she saw that we grabbed, we grabbed our attention in one area. And then she, she didn't come with her most expensive product. She came with like a keychain, Josh. It was like the cheapest thing. She came and said, hey, you know, maybe you guys, just here's something you can start telling us about it, educating us. And you know, we started checking it out. And next thing you know, once that happened, you know, we found ourselves looking at bigger items and then bigger items. And then next thing you know, we started asking for, you know, buying stuff, how much it just costs. And it just led down a process. The point is she had a process. When we got done, mm-hmm. I was like, we just got into a sales process. Like that was a sales process that she had and it worked flawlessly. The yeah. point is she stood out from everybody else. She wasn't pushy. She wasn't pressure right. in that situation. And she followed it. Every seller needs to have a process. So whether that's in your outreach, whether that's in the discovery, whether that's in the close, you got to have that process and you got to be able to fine tune it. You got to know your data so you can know how you can best improve. Yeah. Work with our clients and work with individuals. That's what, those are some of the things that we help them to develop and we help them to follow. Be systematic, know your data so you can know where to improve and uh, look for ways that you can do the opposite of what everyone else is doing, your competitors. Yeah. She did a little judo is what she did. She had a little judo there, man. <laughs> she had a little magic in that, Josh. <laughs> but you know what? Like that's um, because as soon as a salesperson gets pushy with me, I am so quick to back down. off. I am, yeah. I am, I am so out of there. It's so uncomfortable. Whereas like, I like having conversations with friends yeah. and I like learning about things and yeah, maybe I want to buy that. Maybe I don't, but I, I'm, I, I feel like, you know, it's like you're, you're, you know, if someone's selling at me, it's like, you're, you just, you're selling so loud. I can't even hear myself think. And it's like, <laughs> I just want to back out. So uh-huh. Anyway, Donald Kelly, sell like a mango. It's on Amazon. Uh, Where else should people go? If you want to get uh, the first chapter, you, you, you want to test it out first. We're going to pull a little jiu-jitsu here, um, like that lady. If you want to get the first chapter for free, you can go onto my website and you can get that. No strings attached. Give us your email and you can get the first chapter. If you desire to purchase it, you can go ahead and click on the links. We go take it to Amazon or Barnes and Nobles or wherever you want to go. Um, you can find a book. But I, I, I mean, I love it. It's, I highly recommend it. It's my book. Um, but beyond that, I'm just telling you because it's something that's definitely changed the way, changed my life and the clients yeah. that we help. So hopefully you can take in part in that as well and it could change you and your life. So, all right, Donald Kelly, the sales evangelist, sell it like a mango. Donald, thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience 
for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.